0: hello and welcome to journeys in grace my name is eric hubbard i want to thank you for joining us today as we go into the word of god and this week we're going to be talking about what was done or the finished work in jesus christ and before we get started we're going to give us a couple of ways to join us first by mail at pastor eric post office box 4473 marietta georgia 30061 or by email at pastor eric five two three at gmail dot com again at pastor eric five two three at gmail dot com and again today we're going to be talking about the finished work of what was done and when we're talking about was and done that means s uh, in english or in your remember your English teaching in the in the uh, your middle school and in the beginnings of high school. It talks about what's, what's called a was are done and what we would call the past participle. Uh, I think it's is and was were, being, being, been. So what's been done, uh, what we will say in the South, was done done, and what the scripture says talks about what God hath done or what he has done. And what God has done for us is he has spoken the in from the beginning because god is in eternity he is an eternal god and where we are now we are prisoners of time and what i mean by prisoners of time is that all of us will live a a certain time on this earth and our choices our health choices our spiritual choices our financial choices can determine whether how long we live and i don't believe that god has, has has uh has uh, uh, designed certain to die early or some to die late. Many times, if you could just go back and you were at the scene of the incident, you would see that it was choices why many have left this earth. And men say, well, well, my baby died. My, my mom died early. My brothers died early. What are you saying? They chose that? No, I am not. Above all things, we must remember that we are more, we are, uh, we are affected by spiritual forces and we live in a fallen world in a world where we have an enemy. And I know it's not uh, uh popular to say this, but there is an evil spirit in his world in this world, and he is the beginner of sin. The scripture calls him Satan, uh, uh the devil, uh the evil one, uh Beelzebub, which is, you would interpret that means lord of the flies, because his kingdom has been destroyed by jesus he was conquered by what jesus did on the cross and what jesus has done is what we're going to be talking about in these scriptures as we as we uh discuss these today because it's imperative that we know it's important that we know we know it's an emergency because if you know who you are then you will not be moved when circumstances uh, uh, seem to overwhelm you when emotions when you are when sudden fear wants to come upon you or you are faced with an issue that it seems that it is impossible for you to overcome when you know who you are when you you, you know that you are the beloved the chosen of God that Jesus said, I never leave you nor forsake you never means never never means ever N- never means always this is going to be and as a believer, now this was, this is a, a benefit of being a believer. Uh, the book of Psalms 103 says, talks about in, in, in verses 1, 2, 3, it says, bless the Lord O my soul, bless the Lord O my soul and forget not all of his benefits for he forgives me of all of my iniquities and he heals all of my diseases. So this is what God has promised us in Christ. Because the Bible scripture says, by grace, through faith, we are saved. And that not of ourselves, it's the gift of God. Everybody knows that scripture over in the book of John. Well, I believe around John 3, 16, where it says, God so loved the world that he gave his best, his only, the ultimate gift to the world. God gave him for you. For while you were yet in sin, You were still high. You were still jumping from bed to bed. You were still stealing. You still was was, was beating folks down and taking and stealing purses and and, and robbing folks. You were still stealing crack on the corner. Even when and before you did this, scripture says, while we were yet in our sin, God is not and was not and shall shall not wait on you to be good to love you. He loved us while we were yet in sin. And some say, well, preacher, I never did. I never did any of those things that you're talking about. I, I never, d- I never, I never lied. I never, uh, and that may be a lie, but I'm going to go on. I'm not an adulterer. I'm not a fornicator. I didn't sell drugs. I never drank. I never smoked. I never cursed. Never did any of those things. The one thing that we all are guilty of and which we don't, did not and do not have control we are bound and we're bound by sin because we are of the seed of Adam and everybody, as scripture says in Genesis one, that as God gave a uh, commandment to the trees and, and all the animals, he says everything, everything produces after a seed of his own kind. So In other words, the apple tree, when it produced, it, it produces seed every animal. The fish produce seed. The, the 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 chickens produce seed. Man produces seeds. Trees produce seeds, flowers, everything that, that is productive in this earth. And I don't mean productive as in good. Anything that produces uh, something of his own kind, it comes from a seed. And we were all born from the first man Adam. And we are seed of Adam. And because Adam sin, we which are born after him also have The uh, have and had the spirit of Adam because we were of his seed. However, we who are born again, who have received Christ, we now are the children of God. We have a new spirit in us. The scripture says, any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all have become new. Does that mean that the New Testament believer, the, the, the people that you know who got saved and some would say got sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost and a mighty burning fire. What, what does that mean? They don't have any issues. No, it does not. Because we all abide in a body that is, will one day reach its, its, its end. All of us, whether you're saved or sinner, we all have a, a certain time on this earth and when that time is up, scripture says every man has been given. It is forgiven for every man to die once. Then comes the judgment. If you die in Christ, if you die as a believer, if you die as Christ is your savior, you go and rest in him till he resurrects all, to resurrect his church and takes them back home with him. See, many of us, again, I've said many times, many people have it wrong. They think that heaven is full of perfect people and hell is full of sinful people. No, heaven is full, and and will be populated by forgiven people. For good people go to hell also. It's the saved. It's the it's the it's those who have been born again by Christ and have the Spirit of Christ in them who go to heaven. Not because you're goody good and you know you attended church and never missed a service and always pay your tithes and give the offering. And if you never know Jesus, if he's never become your Lord and Savior, then you are and will be in that number, he says, I never knew you. Depart from me. Why? Because you are born of iniquity. You didn't, you don't know me. My spirit, my seed is not in you the spirit of christ the very holy spirit which which which, where we get our newborn spirit then the bible says as he is in john uh third john uh first john 417 as he is so are we in this life right now in your spirit if you're a believer you are just like jesus you have all the attributes of jesus all of the of the uh, uh, fruits of the spirit, fruit of the spirit resides in you. That's read in, um, in, in, in Galatians 5.22. And it goes on from love, joy, peace, goodness, meekness, uh, and all of, the, all of the nine fruits. Nine fruit of the spirit. They're in you. Now, you may not allow them to blossom and flourish because you are ignorant of what God has given you. But it's resonant and in you. You have love. But because we don't know, the scripture says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Our finances perish because we don't know that he is the abundant God, the blessing God, the good God. But the world will say, oh, you know, these tornadoes and these earthquakes and these forest fires, all these are acts of God. That's a lie. The Bible says that God is good. God is love. God is not just loving. He is love. So let's go now. Let's go to Ephesians first chapter. And we're going to be talking about again, but what God has done or what he's done, done for us. And if he's done it, then all the thing we have to do is receive what he has done. This is the finished work of Christ. If Jesus won it for you on the cross and what he won for us and when he, when he conquered Satan and sin and death and hell, and he took. Everything he took the keys of of of, uh, of sin and death of of death and hell he took it from him, he conquered Satan, he went to hell for you, he took every sin that a man could ever imagine he took it to hell because if he didn't have sin, he couldn't get in there it would have been illegal for him to be in hell, but because he took mine and yours and said satan, here it is I'm paying the debt, I committed none, but because Adam sold them out to you. Now I'm bringing you back what you gave him. Now you give me back what he gave to you. And he rose with all power in his hand and he gave it. What a wonderful loving God that when Jesus died on the cross, went to hell, rose again. He didn't tell believers that, well, I'm not going to give it back to you because Adam gave it up. No. Not only did he give us all of the blessings that Adam had, but he gave us power. Adam was innocent. He didn't have the Holy Spirit. We have the very Holy Spirit. We have God. That's who, this, that's who the Holy Spirit is. He, he is the Spirit of God. He is not an it. It's not a spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that resides on the inside of us. That's the was. That's the done. That's the finished. What Jesus has done for us. Let's read Paul. <laughs> Let's read what Paul said in Ephesians 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, how? By the will of God to the saints which are at Ephesus and the faithful in Jesus Christ. And Paul began to talk to them about this is what God has done. And see, as we read these scriptures and get to remember, these were men who were who were uh, unctioned, who were, who were urged, who, had the, who, who, who God uh, gave the ability to write these scriptures down. And some, many times they might have quoted them to others and they had a that wrote these scriptures. And as they wrote them, they were unctioned by God. Yes, a man wrote them, but they were unctioned by the Father to write these things for us. And yes, this book was written to by Paul to the church at Ephesus, but they are good for us. And as Apostle Peter says, he called the writings of, of uh, Paul epistles. We are the living scripture that all see for us today. They see us. They should see love in action, peace in action, mercy in action, patience in action. Scriptures are being written today as we show the world who Jesus is. So Paul is saying, I am an apostle by Christ. I'm called by the will of God. Paul was called before he heard the call. Because he went on to say in the later script, later scriptures that God had called him before he, entered, before he uh, entered his mother's womb. He was called. He was called to be an apostle. Yes, he had uh, Stephen killed. He had uh, the believers thrown into jail. He persecuted the church any and every way he could. He said, I excelled my brethren of the Jewish sect of, uh, of Hebrews uh, that he was a part of. He was a chief bounty hunter. Because he believed that he was doing the will of God. But as we go into verse number two, he says, Grace be to you. And peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. What is grace? It's what we say over our meal. Is it mercy? Is it Jesus? I quoted to you a few minutes ago and it's in the book of Ephesians it says by grace are we saved through faith and that not of ourselves is the gift of God. And if we would read and we would take time out to listen only by Jesus, when it says by grace are we saved, only by Christ can we save. Jesus says, I am the door. If you come up any other way, you come as a thief and a robber. But if you come to God and you get to him through Christ, then you are presented as forgiven, as a son. Yes, my sister, you are a son. As I uh, taught in a lesson a few days ago, talks about being, uh, having the blessing of the firstborn son upon all of us. For so scripture says, there is neither male nor female in the book of Ephesians. There is neither male nor female, Jew nor Greek. Why does it say that? Because we are all one. We are all the beloved of God. So it goes on to say, and peace from God, our father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why grace, that's how grace came. And that's who grace is. Jesus is grace because we are of God. We are one with God through him. So it goes on to say in Ephesians 1 and 3, it says, blessed be the God and father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us. As I said a few minutes ago. That's a past part of simple meaning. This is what God has already done. God does not wait to bless the believer. He does not wait to you get ready to uh, that that till you have a need and said, "Oh God, I need some money." Oh God, you know, I'm I'm sick, I'm hurting, I'm burdened, I'm I'm restless, I'm I'm, I'm whatever your issue may be. The 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 supply is already there because he's blessed. We are blessed in. God. We are blessed in God. He said, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who have? He's already done it. He already prepared Adam. Everything that Adam needed was there before Adam got there. Adam was created on the sixth day. But all of that leading up to Adam. God gave him sunlight. He gave him a land to stand on. He provided him uh, uh, fruit and vegetables to eat. He provided him a garden to live in. Everything that Adam needed was created for him. And I love how I heard uh, 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 Pastor McFarlane teach today about how that God is so good that when he created Adam, he created Adam in the evening. And then the, in, in, in the New Testament, I mean, rather in Genesis, a day was from uh, uh, the going down of the sun to the next day. So in other words, 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. the next night, that was a day. But what did God do when he created Adam in the evening? Adam didn't immediately go to work. Adam rested. Why? Because everything that he would need was already done. Adam already had a place to live. He already had a place to sleep. He already had food to eat. Everything that Adam needed was there for him. Why? Because God is a good God. That's why when we hear that Greek word, sozo, a salvation, salvation, you know, we've heard it so many times that we read the scripture so many times and we hear God say a thing that we just skip over it. But if you go into the original scripture, the original language that the New Testament was written in, which was Greek, it talks about sozo, which in the English is salvation, salvation. But sozo is more than just the saving of, of uh, and, and salvation that presented unto us, where we receive our new man and have the opportunity to transition or transform rather that, that soulish man. But it is, sozo means healing, blessing, peace, and of course salvation, and much, much more. It's all that God has for us is in salvation. That's why never, never receive. Do not receive. When you hear people talking about, oh, them prosperity preachers. What would you rather be known as? A prosperity preacher or a poverty preacher? Who wants to live in I've been poor. I've been without. I've been, when I came over here and, and had $125 and nowhere to sleep, and just a few days later, that money was gone by the time you buy gas and by the time you eat. And I was living with a, with a pastor and then with a brother and then with a pastor. And, and, and by the goodness of God, he allowed me to stay there. But I had no job. I got a piece of a job over the next few months. But my whole point in saying that is, I've been poor. If you've ever had to fend for yourself and you started out at the bottom, that's called poverty. But if you ever get to a point to where God has blessed you with a place to sleep, with a food to eat regularly, you have your own bed, your own car, and you can say, you know what, I want this, or I want that. Or like me, when I came over, you know, Church's Chicken and uh, Miss Winter's, I don't know, it's not Miss Winter's close to where I live now, but that one ninety nine meal with a uh, two pieces of chicken and a biscuit, I survived off of that. After, after, after I got married, I did not, for years, I did not eat Miss, uh, church's chicken. No, 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 Not hating on churches. Church's good chicken, good, for, uh, good uh, uh, franchise. Go eat it if you choose. Well, my point is, without them, I don't know what I would have done. But God made a way. He provided better things. And this is what God has done for us. And scripture says over in, uh, I believe it's um, in, in, in I believe it's in, uh, excuse me, I think, in, uh it talks about how that seed time and harvest shall not fail. And it goes on in the New Testament, It talks about, Jesus said, first the blade, then the ear, then the full corn in the ear. There are stages that God blesses us with a, with a, when, when we're talking about just the seasons, it's and 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 but talking about going to the seed and that's what god puts in us the word of god as we learn of him and learn about his blessings he will give us a seed everything begins from a seed and that seed is the word of god and where does god plant that seed he plants that seed in your heart so that you will operate in the finished Work of Jesus Christ. You will operate in the finished work. The finished work. We don't have to beg God for healing. You don't have to beg God for deliverance. You don't have to beg God for a a new job. You don't have to beg God for a job. You don't have to beg God for food to eat. No. For the believer is already done. We just have to feed ourselves the word. Give yourself the word. And just like God provided for me and he, and I learned how to just work and to trust him, but when, but I excelled and I progressed when I got a word from the Lord and I was give uh, 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 mother, the, the mother that came over and that, she, I tell you, I've told that story in times past, how that God gave her, he showed me, showed me to her and he showed her, his he, mother came to me and he said, you know, she said, I, I, I saw you. I saw God blessing you. I saw money flowing to you, and as I heard her, I know if I opened my would have opened my wallet, I might have had five dollars because I just come off the road with and, and taking the uh, the evangelist up to North Carolina and back. But my whole point in saying this is, God gave me seed. He put a seed in my heart that it won't be like this always. He saw. He allowed me to see a better day. That was the finish. He was letting me know, at the end of this, it's going to be better. At the end of this is what I'm telling you. It's better already if you can see it. If you can see it, you can have it. But it must be a part of what Jesus has already provided, or provision. In the military and in other organizations, it talks about provisions. Provisions many times of food or equipment, a housing, those things. Those are provisions. We usually think of provisions as food. And of course, food is necessary. But what God has done, he has, if it's, he has provisioned all things for us in grace, in Jesus. The only thing you need to do if you don't know him today is to receive him as Lord and as Savior and let him walk you through this process. He'll feed you. He'll meet your every need. And when you, uh, when a period of time comes, I can't tell you how long that's going to be. When you look back, if you will just stand in faith, allow God to to, to mature you through his word, through patience, through the patience of waiting on him, trusting in his word, learning how to, to, to walk by faith and not by what you see. You have more than what you see. You are more than what you, you, what you look like. You have more. You have the riches of God. But just like a good father, a good father will not give a, a 2023 souped-up Mustang to his 12-year-old. No. He will wait till he can drive, till he's responsible, till he comes of age. And he say, oh, now. My son is able, I can trust my son that he won't be going 100 miles an hour around a a, a, uh, 30 to 45 degree turn. No, he will, as a good father, bring you along step by step until you come to that next level. And you never stop growing in the body of Christ. You just go from level to level, from grace to grace. The scripture says that I am. He gives more grace to the humble. He resists the proud but giveth more grace to the humble. Let's discover, as you walk with me in this teaching, what God has done, done. What he's already done, that's what God has done for us. I let us pray. Father, I just thank you for this day. I thank you for this hour. I thank you for what you've already done. Have you blessed us in the beloved? How Jesus provisioned for us through grace everything that we will ever need. And we thank you for it. And I pray for those as. Don't know him? I pray that you would pray this prayer. Father, you know my life. You know the life that I have lived. But I know the life of Jesus Christ. He died for my sins. He died on the cross. He went to hell for me and rose again on the third day. Now, Lord, I believe he has taken, over, taken care of my sins and washed them in the blood. Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. And today, I am a part of the family of God. If you prayed that prayer, I pray that you would write us at Pastor Eric Post Office Box 4473 Marietta, Georgia 30061 or you would email us at PastorEric523 at gmail.com Till we meet again, I pray you be blessed and continue your journey in grace.